0: He lit in the Garage Hammer Episode 151 On tonight's episode hey, batman Manling hebe, hebe. got his head out of Hibba. his books Hibba, And realized Hibba, there's other stuff going on in this hobby Instead of all the storytelling And so he decided he's going to get caught up with all of you this evening Doesn't that sound fascinating? Boy. Shut it! I'm listening to me show... Welcome to the garage, you tools. In the next few hours, I'll be doing the best I can to share with you my love of tabletop wargaming and probably some of my various other fandoms, bringing you community news, new projects, and a rather sad retread. I am David Witek, and with me as always to start the show is my faithful... Albino Canadian hockey puck, Lindsay. So, it's me and Lindsay tonight. Um, I got a bit of a cold. Uh, my kid had a sinus infection and decided to pass it on to me. So, if I sound a little funny, I apologize. But the show must go on. And indeed it is. Uh, and the show is going on thanks to our wonderful sponsors and benefactors. Uh, and those would be Unique Gibson Games in Grays Lake, Illinois. Mersha Miniatures. That's M I E R C E hyphen miniatures. Chaos Orc Superstore. That's Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Orc Superstore. Chaos Ork 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 Superstore. Six Squared Studios. Six Squared Studios. And Battle Foam protecting your. uh Okay, so um other than that uh that's well, that's our little intro there. Um pretty good stuff. Not a ton in the way of emails. We have gotten some emails from people. Uh, a lot of people just sort of introducing themselves. Hey, I joined the forums. Hey, I joined the uh hey, I joined the uh, uh you know what I'm trying to say. And uh, you know, people just wanted to say hi and introduce themselves, which I thought is really kind of cool and really kind of nice. Um, I did get a voicemail, believe it or not. Voicemail, that's right, voicemail, voicemail. We do get voicemail. And uh if you would like to call, then leave the show a voicemail. The number is one seven five seven GH show six. That's right, one seven five seven GH g h show six if you're calling internationally that for most countries would be a zero zero one seven five seven g h show six call soon uh, I love getting voicemails everybody who knows me knows I love getting the voicemails I love listening to the voicemails uh this one from an old friend of the show mark cox uh he uh, a couple of his friends do the um Oh, they've got some Texas some Texas tournaments going on. They're the they're Texas folk. They do a lot of uh a lot of tournaments down there. They're mostly doing uh Kings of War. Uh they can't they can't they, they can't let go of their movement trace. It's like I don't know. It's like uh it's like Linus' security blanket for those boys. So that's what they've got, that's what they're doing. But he did call and leave me a nice message and I am going to play it for you now what's up Dave hadn't heard from you in a while I'm just sitting here drunk on sake and other things thinking about the good old days just wondering how things are going how you doing
1: you been alright I think you have been alright hey everybody's been alright it's it's been good to, to see all the stuff that you guys have been posting on on the Twitter and on the uh, on the pages. Um, miss you. I love you. hope you guys are having as much fun as the rest of us are having and all
0: the random s- we're doing now. and just want you to know I love you. I love everything you're doing. I love everybody but you never call me by my name. Why don't you ever call me by my name? All right, that's Mark Cox calling in. I am calling him by his name. Um, that's what I'm doing, calling him by his name. Uh, let that be a lesson to you kids. Don't drink, because uh, when you drink, bad things happen, like you pick up the phone and call your friends and say crazy things. Um, However... I did want to play that because Mark and I are good pals and uh, when he's at tournaments and he's been out having a good time he t- sometimes calls the voicemail line and I never fail to add him on the show there so that is that that's my voicemail call for the uh, for the month that's all I've been getting Uh, you know what we're going to take a break and after the break we're going to come back and we're going to come back with the well, not quite News and Rumors, but we'll, we'll call it for now News and Rumors. And uh, we'll be back, me and Lindsay, with the News and Rumors. Back, here I am, coming at ya. <laughs> all right, news and rumors, uh, news and rumors, as usual' is brought to you by Chaos Work Superstore, but I think uh I think we're going to rebrand this. I think this is going to start getting called the Garage Hammer News or something like that. Maybe get a little bit of music or a something some sort of little intro to it because. I don't really do rumors. I haven't done rumors in ages. Chris, you used to look them up, and he hasn't been on the show in forever. And uh, I don't look up rumors on rumor sites or anything like that. In fact, the closest we get to rumors anymore with me is uh, if you see stuff leaked from an upcoming white dwarf or stuff leaked from an upcoming thing and it's on the Internet. But then that's not really a rumor anymore. If you're seeing actual pictures of stuff leaked... um, it's not really rumors. So I think we're just gonna call this news. I I just I really don't do rumors and it sounds dumb. So on to what's new and exciting and what is news uh here. So um as far as news goes, we've got uh a bunch of stuff has come out, at least to talk about since the last time uh i had a news and rumors or a toolbox or any of that stuff um warhammer kill team was announced um dude, this is a nice box set i know it's forty k but shut up uh ten tech marines ten uh tau uh what are these called tau tau empire fire warriors um also comes with uh, they get some other stuff with them two drones and a tactical support turret uh got the rule book and all that stuff 65 bucks american two two model sets a rule set you know that's that's pretty nice um i was looking at this and uh i know the boy asked me, are you planning on getting that that looks pretty cool you know a nice quick simple down-and-dirty way to learn some 40K, um, which I think is really cool. He didn't say down-and-dirty. I'm paraphrasing. But uh, you know, following in this new vein of GW just releasing stuff in, you know, 10 or 20 models in a pack at a good price. Here, learn how to play this bit. And if you like it, there's another game here that's more involved, but you can play it once you learn this. Um, just some great stuff. Just some good ideas going here. Uh, it looks like fun and uh, I'm looking at it sand- wow, okay, you know maybe i maybe I will pick it up uh if you guys are interested so uh that's that is out uh what else uh new white dwarf comes out second of september uh I'm psyched, of course, I am I'm a fanboy, but uh you know it's going down for me dropping sixteen bucks a month for a hundred and twenty hundred and thirty pages. Uh, of, of repetitive stuff because obviously you know it's the same you know thirty two pages four times a month just with different different models. Now it's uh, nine dollars an issue U S. Uh, one hundred and fifty six pages, big old one hundred and fifty six page magazine. Nine dollars U S. Hey, they'll ship it to your door for ninety bucks a year, which is basically two issues free. So that's like seventeen percent off if you want to subscribe for a year. Uh, that's a good deal. You know, um they'll ship it right to your door. You don't have to go pick it up at your local uh your local GW. Um and I'm looking at the cover here. I'm online and I'm looking at the cover and it says there's gonna be rules for every game. Every box game they have. Like nine. Uh it, it's what is it? Hold on. Let me look at this more closely. Cause it lists them all here. Boxed game special. Uh, new rules for nine boxed games including Gore Chosen, uh, Death Watch Overkill, Space Hulk. Uh, what does that say? The Horus Heresy, Betrayal of Kelf, Lost Patrol, Assassinorium, Execution Force, Warhammer Quest, The Silver Tower, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and Stormcloud Attack. So that's like everything. Everything except for... Everything except for forty k. So, uh, you know that's that's kind of awesome. The rule sets are in there for everything. So, hey, you know, check this out. If you're interested, you could pick it up and give it a shot, give it a play. Um, I think that's really cool. Also, I noticed here in the little in the little eight pointed star free gift slaughter priest citadel miniature. Uh, and I was like, wait, what? Slaughter Priest? Really? And so I looked that up, and uh, now, I, I did see something after this, confirming that it's the it's the alternate pose Slaughter Priest model, um, and, which is just still awesome because that Gore Chosen game is coming out and has the other version of the Slaughter Priest. So now you'll have both of them if you pick up Gore Chosen. That's a $30 model! Coming out with the $9 White Dwarf. Um... Yeah, yeah. Go pick up your nine dollar white dwarf and get your get your thirty dollar model with it. Ching just made twenty one dollars, so that's just that's I don't I, I'm like okay, like I mean they've put out little singles proves of other things I've gotten before. I've got I got you know a liber, I got liberators come with them, but that's just awesome, like. At first, I thought maybe that was just up there like as a part of the thing that if you got the twelve month subscription, you got one, and this wasn't for just people who are just buying the single magazine. But then I saw something else on the on the uh, on the internet posting that no, that's coming with all of it. So if that comes with every one, that's just that's brilliant, that's fantastic. So excuse me. All right, what else is on here that I wanted to look at? Uh, A couple other things. First of all, these Getting Started sets. Now, I know everyone else has been talking about them already, and I haven't had a chance to because I've been covering books like the last three episodes. But if you click onto the the website and you click on Warhammer and then you click on getting uh, Start Collecting, Age of Sigmar. No, not that one. Nope, 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 nope. Start Playing. That's the one I wanted to click on. Boop and boop. Nope, that's not it either. Where did I find this stuff? What did I hold on? Oh, get started now. That's it. Sorry. So if you click, go to Games Workshop, click on uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar, and click on Get Started Now. They've got a lot of these Age of Sigmar starter sets. You know, they they got the the uh, the main game with the uh, with the little with the book and then they've got the uh, uh the other little starter kit with some extra stuff and then they've got these mini starter kits and they're it's just really kind of awesome like I'm sitting there going wait what um what you can get is they've got this mini set called Storm of Sigmar it's 33 bucks and it basically comes with it's it's like it's like a mini set of the Age of Sigmar starter box: three liberators, two retributors, uh, uh, three corn uh, blood warriors, and five of the blood reavers. So it's like a little mini mini game. Nice thing about this one, it comes with these little cards, like it comes with like rule cards with all their stats and their stuff listed on them. So. If you're starting with someone new, you don't need a PDF or a printed out page. It's just got like a it's like a three by five index card, is what it looks like. But printed nicely with the picture of the model and all the stats on it. And that's like 33 bucks. And is it a tiny game? Yes. Is it something that a gamer is gonna need? No, no, not at all. But it is a cool little starter set for maybe kids or maybe for, you know, something like that. If you just want to, you know, get someone started doing this, teaching them, seeing how they feel about it, um, and then they came up with a bunch of others. In fact, if you like those, you can add on to them. Uh, they have these fifteen-dollar sets, uh, and basically, each of those little things you can buy them for fifteen bucks a pop. So you get the whole set for thirty-three bucks, with some dice and with some decals and stuff. Uh, and just to show you what a deal that is, you can actually buy them. The they sell everything split up into packages. So, the three liberators, the two retributors, the three blood warriors, the five blood reavers. Each of those are in their own individual packs for fifteen bucks a pop. So you uh, also, if you don't, you know, you want to add, add something to your own force, you can just grab it for fifteen bucks. Uh, and they they sell those. Um. They even sell a Stormcast Eternal paint set and a Corn Bloodbound uh, paint set. Uh, the Eternals paint set comes with a GW starter brush and six paints. Corn Bloodbound, you get seven paints. Uh, there are three. There are three mil uh, pots, so they're smaller, I think, than the regular pots. I thought the regular pots were four mil. Uh, if I'm correct. Um, Needs to just be a little smaller. But for fifteen bucks for six or seven paints and a brush. Dude, seriously? Um then they've also got the Stormcast Eternal paint set, which comes with three I think it's three liberators. And the six paints Yeah. Uh it's basically the same thing as the other paint set, except it comes with three liberators as well. And that's like that's thirty three bucks. And what else? They've got the uh oh, the Citadel Essentials set here, the the builder kit, and I'm thinking about grabbing one of these for Kira once she starts doing stuff on her own. When she gets a little, you know, gets a little more confident, because she's been painting those ogres. If you've been following me on Twitter, you've seen it. Uh, it comes with a starter brush, it comes with glue and the clippers, not the not the ridiculous all metal clippers, just the regular old GW clippers, and then twelve. Uh, no thirteen, uh, thirteen paint pots. The three mil, uh, paint pots. Uh, Retributor armor, Imperial primer. That comes in primer, okay. Agrelan Earth, Cantor Blue, Raglan Flesh Shades for Ceramite White, Lead Belcher, Mornfang Brown, Everland Sunset, Corn Red, Tracking off Night Shades, Andrew Dust, and Bugman's Glow. So enough to get basic things going. Um, I mean that's just. For 33 bucks, that's great. That's great. And I tell you what, and I picked one of these up for Kira because I thought you would enjoy it. Uh, eight bucks getting started with Warhammer Age of Sigmar. And this, if you haven't seen this, uh, I in fact, I you if you listen to the show, I've t- already talked about it. It's it's a little, it's a book and it comes with one of those little mini liberator models. Um, but basically, it gives you a little history, it's 96 pages, it's like a magazine. With the sort of the history, uh, uh, you know the very beginning stuff from Age of Sigmar, and some of his trials and travails, and how the Realmgate Wars are starting, and then it's got the rules in there and some paint guides, and it's just like take everything that you've come to expect from a starter kit for a game or a starter rule book, put it all into this, add a single model, eight bucks, and it's just fantastic. Um, why am I bringing all this up? I mean, you know, if if you're already doing the hobby, a lot of these things are completely useless to you. But I've had a bunch of people emailing me saying, oh, you know, Kira's, you know, you keep showing Kira painting. What are you doing with her? How are you teaching her this? Is she going to be playing? How are you going to teach her that stuff? Um... You know, are you going to teach her the whole game? Is it easy to learn? Yeah, in AOS, I could totally teach my 10-year-old this. Um, When we get started, well, you know, using smaller forces, maybe, you know, just going through it and getting the basics, maybe before we go into all the magic and everything. But uh, if she's interested, or if your kid's interested, these are great little starter kits. And if they really... Finally, you know, if they if they commit and they're all in and they're really doing it, you can move up to you know the the big age of sigmar set. And that's kind of what's great about this is these are all some of the basic models from that age of sigmar set. Get them started, get them going. If they enjoy it, go in, go in for the full set. It's just it's just great. It's just a it's a, it's a fantastic idea. Uh I I think that's what I really like about it the most is it's just such a good uh Way to get, you can do this for anyone, any kid, any kid's interested, Hey, you know, the kid wants to paint something. You're trying to do your stuff. They want to paint with your things. Oh, here, here's your own little kit. Here's your own little set. I don't have to go hog wild. Thirty three bucks. I get a new pair of clippers and some glue. You get a paintbrush and thirteen paint pots, and you get uh, a couple of models. Here you go. Have at it. Have knock yourself out. It's it's just it's fantastic. It really is. Um. Now, having moved from watching that, then, uh, hold on, let me look at this. We have to move to something that is not all that fantastic. Um, Okay. So, Grom Brindle the White Dwarf. Um, So... Grumbrindle has been the the uh, the mascot, I guess you'd say, of White Dwarf Magazine pretty much forever. And uh, he's got a really cool model out. I remember buying it when I first started playing because I love the dwarfs. You guys know that. I love the dwarfs. They were my first love. I still think they're my favorite army. Uh, when that last... Dwarf Army book came out, just reading how Thorgrim Grudge Bearer was actually making the Book of Grudges smaller. Uh, it seemed like the dwarves were really reaching a new golden age. It just it made me feel warm inside. It was so good. Um and so then the other day I saw that, you know, on the on the Facebook page someone showed someone sent me a picture. Oh, look, and you see the Grum Brindle, and I'm like, This is great. I mean, I, I didn't know if you'd see anything about him because I know uh, with the at least in the in the game world, you know, very few named characters made it across. But then I thought about it and said, of course he's going to make it across. He's the mascot of the magazine. He's not going to just disappear. He's part of the magazine. They'll find a way to bring him in. And oh, there he is. And he's going to have rules. He's going to have a new model. And I think I've got like three or four variations on him. There, I, I just I love it. I used to. I didn't buy every single one every year, but I bought a lot of them. Um, because I just love the white dwarf, uh, and, and I love Grom Brindle. And so someone sends me this picture and I'm like, this is photoshopped and fake. There's no way this is, there's no way this got phoned in like this. <sighs> so it's, it basically, it even says it here on the website. Grom Brindle, the white dwarf presents the dispossessed unforged miniature in exclusive Grum Brindle packaging. Available in this format for a limited time only. Full rules for using Grum Brindle in both uh, Warhammer Age of Sigmar and Warhammer Silver Tower custom be found exclusively in September's issue of White Dwarf. The <sighs> so they're not re-releasing a Grum Brindle model. They're just, for a limited time, apparently, you can buy the dispossessed, unforged, Slayer, which basically it's the Dragon Slayer, the Dragon Slayer model that came out the last time they put out a Dwarf Army book. It's the dwarf uh, with two axes jumping off the head of the dragon. It's that model. Um, this one is painted with an all white beard and crest, and his pants are painted solid, not striped. That's it. And that's Grumbrindle the White Dwarf. And I just. Uh Uh, that's just, that's lame. I I I feel teased. I feel teased. Everybody knows. You guys know I'm a fanboy, and I try to look for the positives, but the rules aren't even up yet, so I can't, I don't. uh, This just feels phoned in, and they've just been hitting it out of the park for, like, uh, the last thing that I was this disappointed in was, like, the Seraphon book. And even there, I was able to find the light. You know, in the in the in the darkness, finding the the things that I did like about it. Uh, I I mean, I'm glad that we're coming out with rules for him, and I hope they're good. But I just don't get this. Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, this doesn't make sense with what everything else that's been happening. Okay, and I I don't think I'm alone in this opinion, only because I haven't seen anybody on Twitter or on Facebook or anywhere who's posted this picture or posted about this and been like, yay! Everyone's been like, what? And I've been like, yeah. And they were like, uh huh. And I'm like, I know. And they're like, but why? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I said, uh. And they said, mm. And that's like this whole conversation went between me and the world. Which, it, and that's annoying to have to have a conversation like that. It was probably annoying to have to listen to. Uh, so lame. So phoned in. Okay. And I think here's my beef with it. When. The world that was ended. Most of the named characters died. Okay, we most of the named characters are gone. Um, if you had a named character model, they didn't want to get rid of it. So, like the the version of the tree man, who was was it? Kernos the not that was not Kurnos, whatever the heck that angry tree man's name was. Now all the angry tree men who remember in the deepest danks of history the angriest of all the angry tree men they follow him and you use that model now that character model can be used for any of those particular brand of tree man like that variation of tree man which was the named character is now a variation of just a regular character um, what was the name of the the orc with the mask on um the the prophet of the wah, um was it? Uh, it wasn't Gazbag, um, but uh, you know he the 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 prophet of the wall, He had the cool black, the cool wooden mask, and he was the new named character model. And now he's just a regular model. That's what the that's what the the orc shamans look like. That's the typical orc shaman dress up with the mask on his face, and so they they, they have this habit of taking named character models and then turning them into generic hero models, okay? And all of a sudden, they say, Grumbrindle's coming back. Grumbrindle, I mean, come on. He's the mascot from White Dwarf. Like, he's the guy who answers the questions in the back of the magazine. You know, when he's not splitting heads, he's typing away at answers. It's fantastic. And they, they, then we don't get a new model for him. We get rules, and we get an old model, which was an okay model to begin with. And then they well, let's do this. let's just lose the stripey pants, paint him his, his hair and beard all white. and we'll call him Grom Brindle. No, I don't know. it'll be fine. They're gonna buy it anyway <sighs> the fact is it's it's an okay model i li- I have one of these. I'm never going to call it Grom Brindle. i have a i know I have one I have a couple. I think I've got two of him being held up by Bugman and and Gotrek. I think I have two of those, you know, where he's on the shield with them as the shield bearers. I know I've got him in the in the classic one. I think I've got him in the space suit. Um, if I play Grom Brindle, I'm going to use that old one. That's just all there is to it. I, there's... I. I don't get to... Here's a generic character. Just slap a name on, a character name on him. What if we already have a couple of these? Like, you know, in our army already. Well, whatever. He's got a white beard. I hope he didn't paint the other one. If he did, just paint over it. It's white. It'd cover any color. Cover it up. And seriously, far be it for me to complain, man. I mean... I can't. I can't. I can't. I got nothing. I got... Nothing, I just hope the rules for him are pretty good, and i 'll just use the old one because this is just not what i 'm looking for uh, in a in a model i'm not i just this is like okay, you know what this is? go buy a box of varengard, take out the like the, if they got a champion vaengard model, sell just that variety of him, and slap Archaon on it. You know, hey, they, well, you know, he's got these guys in the armor, and so he is. This is like taking, if they didn't have a Nagash model, and you just took the uh, Archon, the black Mortar model, and said, that's Nagash. Yeah, that's Nagash. Just, you know, paint his headdress differently. Maybe, you know, I don't know, put a little more blue in it. It's, you know, he likes blue or some purple because he's a king. <laughs> You know, uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done I'm done I have a cold and I'm tired and uh, just that uh, I really was excited to see the Grom Brindle model I think that's what it is I was excited new Grom Brindle and oh, no uh, no no there isn't no not a new one at all don't call him that it's a lie alright uh break break and then back uh, I sp- oh man I didn't even take any notes whoops drop the microphone holy mackerel um, I guess we'll be back and do a quick toolbox uh, and then uh, I do have an interview that I recorded and uh, I also want to talk about when I was at Gen because I did get to talk to the guys at the GW the community guys the guys who do the Facebook page and stuff And uh, it was really cool talking to them. They were awesome. Um, And uh, I think you'll like to hear what they had to say. So I'll be back in just a minute with all that stuff. Chaos Super, 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 Super. That's right, folks. Chaos Org Superstore, your one stop shop for all your hobby gaming needs. They've not only got current and classic GW releases, Chess X Dice and Vallejo Paints, but now they're also carrying Mantic, Infinity, Flames of War. Privateer Press, Soda Pop, Dark Age, and other assorted board and miniature-based games. They usually ship within 24 hours, and the model in the picture is the model they ship to you, because at Chaos Org Superstore, what you see is what you get. Superstore.
1: <laughs> Chaos Org Superstore. Unique and Games in Gray's Lake, Illinois is the one-stop shop for all your gaming needs. They carry anything your favorite gamer may want. Board games, collectible card games, miniature-based games, and all your hobby gaming supplies are there. As well as books, charms, incense, crystals, and other unique gifts. UGG has it all. Come into the store and ask about their frequent buyers program, or check out their gaming and events calendars in-store or online. From Tuesday night War Machine and Thursday board Game Night to Friday Night Magic, there's always something going on at Unique Gifts and Games in Gray's Lake. Check them out on the web at UniqueGG.com.
0: Okay, back. Good golly, Miss Molly, I cannot breathe. I apologize if I sound funny, but goodness gracious, oh, I can't, oh, I'm so congested. It's just insane. Not that you care, and not that you should care. It's just, that's what's happening. And, uh, ugh, ugh, and ugh. So, let's, uh, let's get on to the toolbox, um, gonna keep the toolbox uh, kind of brief, uh, because I wanted to move on to something else at the end of the toolbox. But uh, so we know it's brought to us by Chaos Arc Superstore. Chaos Arc Superstore, Chaos Arc Superstore, Chaos Arc Superstore, Chaos, Arc Superstore, Chaos Arc Superstore. So what have I been doing as far as uh, hobby and goes? Um, I'm painting wings on these uh, flying stormcast eternals. And people have told me more than once it would be easier with an airbrush to get that nice gradual movement, but I don't have that kind of skill. Uh, I do have something set up with Chris U. We're supposed to get together, and he's going to teach me a little bit of that stuff because he's been doing it more, Um, and I'm very excited for that. I have an airbrush already and everything ready to go, Um, but that's for the future. Right now I've just been... Uh, using some of the techniques I learned from Duncan uh, on Warhammer TV. Now, he did his wings much more simple. He went with a very light gray and then did a a blue glaze over it, Uh, and then he went with some white from the bottoms. Uh, I went with a light blue glaze over the whole thing, and then I did another glaze but stopped a little short of the bottom of the wings. I did another glaze. I'm stopping a little short of that, trying to get a, A darker tone at the end, lighter moving down. Then I'll go back with some of the white. Um, I just wanted it to be a little more uh, noticeable, a little more extreme than just going from white to this one color. Um, It takes a long time to paint those wings. I got nine guys. That's 18 wings both sides. And every layer of glaze, it just takes forever. I wish I could work faster or that it just I just I had no idea how much time these things were all gonna take and I'm still gotta work on the bases so I'm like blah 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 blah. But they are coming along and I am in I am liking what they're looking like, which is which is cool because I wasn't certain how they were going to turn out and I, I'm I'm enjoying them. Uh once I get these guys done, I'll be moving on to the next uh next unit but I'm very excited about What's getting done here? Uh, meanwhile, if you haven't, if you don't follow me on Twitter at Garage Hammer, um, and you're not on the Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Garage Hammer, um, my littlest one is painting her ogres. Um, she was sent uh, some ogres, and uh, she is all about painting them. Um, hold on one second. It's uh, <laughs> it's. It's a great set. Um, I, I stripped some of the former, what you would call them, bulls because she wants to paint them herself, and they were sort of bluish gray, and she wants to do them regular flesh tone. Um, so she's learning about flesh tone, going in with the dark brown, uh, then like a uh, like a dwarf flesh, and then a wash, and then a a light flesh on top of that, highlighting only at the higher parts of that. Um, for, you know I keep saying they're pretty good for a 10-year-old, but I, I mean, this is pretty good. I mean, I've seen better quality. I mean, I've I've seen this, what she's doing. I've seen it. It looks better than some of the stuff I've played against. So, yeah, and that's not brag. I mean, this my first models didn't look this good, you know? And I mean, I'm showing her how to do it, and I'm talking her through it, but she's the one who's painting it. I'm really proud of her. It looks really cool. Uh, she's asking when she can get... Uh, a stone horn or a thunder tusk because the, the army that she's got has got a little of everything but not those. And I'm like, look, let's just get these painted first. Um, she doesn't want to do uh, tattoos. And we haven't decided on the pants yet um, because she wants to do, instead of tattoos... They're all going to get cutie marks. And if you don't know what a cutie mark is, it's that little symbol on the rump of all the different My Little Ponies. And apparently there's six main My Little Ponies in the show. Uh, so everyone's got one, but it's the six main ponies that, you know, she's trying to take those symbols and she wants to paint them. We've got to simplify them because yeah, she, that ain't happening. But we're going to simplify out these little things. That she, on, the, on the shoulder blades or on the, on the bicep, she's going to do the cutie marks. So one of them's got an apple and one of them's got a rainbow and a cloud and one of them's got three diamonds and so they're going to get that and she's trying to decide if she should do the symbols and then have the pants match the color of the pony that the symbols go to. So like all the bulls would have one and all the iron guts would have another and I'm you know I'm, I'm just trying to talk just doing one color just do blue pants like everybody else does. But it's her army, and I told her she can do whatever she wants with it. Like, I'm, I doubt these guys are going to have painted eyeballs, and I couldn't care less. They're not my models. Um, and she's very excited. I mean, she gets her homework done quick and, and right because I check it, but she's focused in getting work done so that way it can all be done before dinner so that after dinner, if Dad doesn't have to take anyone to any extracurricular activities, can we go downstairs and put on Futurama and watch that while and paint models put on another coat and uh it's it's uh, it's so good it's so great it's uh it's a wonderful feeling um to have your kid want to do this and then like, when are we going to play when are you going to teach me to play um so she's just super excited to be a part of this and uh i am super excited that she's doing it too so um I just wanted to fill everyone in, and that's sort of where our hobby is. Now, the hobby, I'm actually going to be doing a little bit of a... I've got a bit of a a, a break going to be happening here. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this at the end of the show, but we've hit three of our four goals. We're very close to hitting our fourth goal on the Patreon. Um, But a couple of the goals that we've hit, for those of you who don't know... um. Besides sort of cutting back on the sponsors, is um, we're going to start uh, broadcasting the show when we record live. Uh, probably over Mixler or something like that. Um, so you're going to get to hear the show warts and all, without all the edits and without all the fixes and with all the behind-the-scenes chatter and the 10-minute potty breaks and all that stuff. Uh, you know, you're know, you going to hear it all. And... Uh, the other one is doing YouTube videos and that's part of the other hobby I've done is, um, I'm, I'm getting together some stuff because buying is part of the hobby. Um, I'm waiting for the tripod to come for the camera cause we're going to start recording some unboxing, uh, videos and I've got my first two. Um, I was, I was kind enough to, uh, i'm going to be doing um i was kind enough to have get get gifted to me uh, i'm going to be doing uh, uh taking some pictures and writing up and doing an article about the uh the chaos dreadhold hell fort um, our friends at g w were kind enough to ask me if i would uh work with this and put it together and and do an article and do a little thing for the hobby section. And uh, I'm super excited about that. Uh, and then I realized I'm putting it together. I'm going to be putting pictures. It's going to be over one of my green roll-up felt mats because I don't have a nice board for it. So I talked to our friends over at Unique Gifts and Games, and they agreed to help me out and uh, gave me a really nice price on the uh, uh, Shattered Dominion Realm of Battle board. which both of them, I picked mine up today from UGG, the battle board, and I came home, and the hell fort was sitting on my porch. So um, expect some, some news on that here and some YouTube videos soon, uh, just unboxing it and some of the steps and, and putting it together. But I figured if I'm going to be showing off this stuff that they were gracious enough to send me and say, hey, could you... Could you put it together and 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 you know take some pictures and and write down some stuff for us and 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 and, and sort of do that with it? If I'm going to do that, I'd like it to to be you know on a nice board and so we got the I you know unique gifts and games. They've I've been friends with Kathleen for oh since, since before I could drive, and I think she had just gotten her license when I met her. Yep. Yep, meeting them older women. But uh Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> and uh so I I talked to her and I said, Look, I can't I can't I can't make videos of this on top of a green piece of felt. I'm just gonna come on. I mean there's nothing wrong with that as a game table, but if I'm gonna be doing the videos I want something nice and she said, you know, as long as you make sure everybody knows that, you know, from us that we're helping you out with it, then we'll make sure to get you one. So, so they got me this uh at at a really good good deal for this so you're going to be seeing that coming up soon the uh shattered dominion realm of battleboard and the uh dreadhold hellfort as part of the terrain so lots to do lots coming up very excited that's my report um from the hobbying and the gaming um as far as gaming goes, I've been playing other stuff and school's been starting. So it's mostly been little board games and stuff with the kids, uh, the playing that big trouble, in little China game by legendary. Cause it's big trouble, in little China. Um, and you'll hear more about that on the Gen Con episode, uh, which is coming up in a day or two. Heather and I, uh, were on and we talked about that. You may even, uh, be hearing about that. If, if the garage gamer episodes come back, um, that sort of depends on what goes on with the Patreon stuff. So we'll talk about that a little later too. Um, let's move along. That was the hobbying and the gaming. Uh, other, um, uh, I'm uh, what am I reading now? Dragon Vein by Brian Sanderson, book three. Kind of enjoying that. Interesting different take on the fantasy tropes. Uh, I was enjoying it. Uh, Reading more of the stories for after Olinor because after Olinor's back... So uh, we released another episode of that, and we're going to be recording uh, rather shortly our next bit for that. So super excited for that, too. And uh, trying to get caught up on all this GW stuff, man, trying to get caught up. Uh, In fact, I'm hoping around the holidays to sit down and do a couple of just Black Library book catch-ups. Not every last single detail, but sort of do an after-Olinor sort of thing where we sit down and look at it, try to pick out all the major parts and how it all strings together. Um, but I'd like to get through those too, so there's so much reading to do, but I've been listening to that other stuff. Um, I don't listen to anything from Audible on Mondays. Oh, Larry Korea, the uh, book of short stories set in the Montana International, just downloaded that, can't wait to listen to it. Um, but I don't listen to any of those on Mondays because Mondays I listen to the SYNCAST Uh, movie podcast and of course hello from the Magic Tavern because that's just awesome um I think that's about it Uh, oh if you want to see a really good World War 2 movie I want to see Anthropoid boy talk about a movie that just was brutal Uh, just it was exciting and it was violent and it was kind of frightening in parts and just see what these guys did to go and assassinate Hitler's second in command um and then what happened to all those people afterward oh, it was just wow an amazing war picture um, something I wasn't expecting to be so uh, shocked by and of course uh, you know Stranger Things, Dark Matter, stuff like that I've been watching on Netflix when I've been painting down here uh, if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet get, get get out of the closet go get your Netflix on and go watch it because it is too good and I think that's going to be it. I think that's it for right now. We're going to come back. Um, no, you know what? You know, Let's skip the next. Let's skip. Let's not do a break. Let's just go right into uh, this uh, This next topic. Um, okay, I was at Gen Con. And when I was at Gen Con, uh, GW was there. They had a booth uh, with their a lot of Age of Sigmar stuff. And the other side was the Forge World booth, which was bigger and uh much busier um not that the other one wasn't busy but i mean there's a lot of people coming there that pre-ordered forge world stuff and uh so i got a chance to talk to some of the community guys that you know the guys doing this community outreach um because if you know if you are a fan of Games Workshop at all, you know that suddenly they're back on Facebook and social media and stuff like that. They've reached out. um You know they've they've been sending like they've sending out stuff. I, I've been getting some stuff to review and and do. They've they've talked to a few people in the community. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry to be so like fricaching on the on the this on the on the on the podcast. And I apologize, but if I don't do this now the show's already late i can't shake this cold like yeah there's nothing i can do i apologize but uh so when i was there i got to talk to him like you know they sat down and actually like we sat down and and talked like i was able to ask questions and and stuff it was it was pretty cool like i didn't expect that they were going to have time to sit down and, and talk with me and um now Obviously, they could not give me the super inside information because that's super inside information. Like, I, I don't get, I, I don't get that information. Um, you, you know, when, when they're ready to spill those beans, they'll spill them themselves. They don't need me. But, um, you know, I, I asked, what the next big storyline is going to be? You know, because the Realm Gate Wars have ended with all gates. Uh, nah, no dice. Didn't, did not get the info. I said, "Well, can you tell me what races are going to be featured? Are we going to see Slendish going to come back? Are we going to see more elves? Uh, are we going to see, you know, races of men or anything like that coming back?" Yeah, no dice, no info. Um, you know, hey, what are you going to get? You know, that that's 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 they're keeping that close to the chest, and and I, I can respect that. Um, so, what was uh, some some information I got was. They, uh, you know, I said, they're they're cranking out stuff so fast. Uh, I'm not all caught up with it. Like, I've got books and books I haven't read. I know other people. I've actually heard people complain. Like, they're coming out, like, you know, it's like they don't want them to stop, but there's so much that they've had to skip reading things because they can't keep up with it, um, which I suppose is a good problem to have, considering you used to get, like, three books a year. And now sometimes we're getting three books in a month. Um you know feast or famine uh they said really uh the story is going to be moving forward uh there is you know obviously this can't, this is not the last of the campaign books there's going to be new new stories new campaigns new new scenarios to play out uh expect uh a bunch of really exciting stuff to start dropping right in the beginning of the new year um which seems like a long way away as it's only the end of august but you figure they never release anything in november or September you're not gonna see anything new basically from just before Halloween on um because they're getting they're gearing up for their holiday sales they're not releasing new stuff they're trying to sell what they have uh and that's been the way that's that's most most companies are like that um and uh you know that's i mean that's what we, i mean heck I've only been uh you know doing games workshop stuff now for about ten or eleven years, and they they you know they never release stuff right in november or december, so that's that's not odd um of course, we have all of September and October, so you know are we hitting a little bit of a dry spot for for uh for a o s uh no that gore chosen game is coming out like next week um there's cool stuff coming out, but there's forty k stuff coming out, and maybe maybe they're gonna get a lot of love over the next six to seven weeks. Uh, quite frankly, I could use a little bit of a break to get caught up because if, if the excitement is going to kick into overdrive again in January and February, and kick into overdrive is my own words, I'm paraphrasing, you know. If that they're planning on a bunch of stuff, though, you know, I, I'm going to use this time to get caught up. But he said, you know, just be ready because it's going to be exciting. And I'm like, all right, cool. I trust you guys. I've been enjoying what you put on so far. Um, I will say this, the next question came around to uh, the general's Handbook and the FAQs and stuff like that, you know, now that they've been you know talking to the community, the FAQs came out pretty quick. Um, some of the FAQs came out like a day or so later after the game came out. You know, hey, everybody's asking this question. Let's just get it cleared up right now. That's awesome. You know, that's fantastic. That's what we've been asking for, and and we got it. Um, I remember when the last, not the Seraphon book came out, but the last Lizardman book came out. And you know, wait a minute, do these bites get rerolls? Do the rerolls get the reroll? You know, the the extra attacks get the extra attacks? They like never got answered. Here's like next day. Here here we go. Here's an answer for you, um, which is great. And they're really proud of that. They're proud of the fact that they're they're listening and they're and they're and they're on top of these things. Um that's so why I asked about the General's handbook and I said, look, okay, you release this and you got all these points, but especially if January and February you're gonna be releasing more stuff, and I don't know if it's gonna be models or if it's gonna be what, but there's gonna be things coming out. I mean you have to point the the War Scroll battalions and at the very least you'll have War Scroll battalions because they seem to write up new battalions with the stories. Hey, this is the battle that went on, a bunch of these guys were here here if you take these guys you get a bonus. I'm like that's got to have points and that's not going to be in the book anymore. And you might be updating the the you know the the app but for those of us who like a piece of paper in our hands, you know, are you going to be updating the book too and uh he said that they do plan to update the book sort of regularly. I mean on uh FAQs and on the app of course but also on paper and i i thought that was awesome like really and i you know he's like yeah let, let them know um they they're already their their team has already been making adjustments based on feedback for the next for the next you know the next uh next next time they release it um they don't have a, a set time frame, you know, but I just picture it as if, and I, I kind of thought of this myself, you know, this is something, especially at, at that price point, it could come out like almost annually, couldn't it? You know, this is all the new stuff we got this year. Um, here's a list of everything we've got, plus the new stuff, you know, we've just added to it. The book gets, you know, a couple extra pages to it, some revisions, changes based on the FAQs. Uh, maybe the FAQs are otherwise thrown in there if they don't make the changes to it based on it or if it's for clarification purposes, boom, you get a new book. And that's great. Um, it's kind of a living document at this point. They want it to keep growing. No more waiting forever until the next thing comes out. Here's everything. We've updated it. Let's keep moving from here. Um, so. That led me, of course, to asking about, well, you know, where are you getting all your feedback from? And it's, it's, a lot of this feedback is primarily on the Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook and um, you, know, you can find their Age of Sigmar page and uh, go in and, and join. And if you have questions, you know, you can post them. Um, don't post 50 of them. Because they're going to see 50 questions, they're never going to get to it. They're going to go start going to the guys who ask one question, you know? It's easier to answer 50 people who ask one question than one person who's asking 50. Uh, space your questions out a little bit, you know, hint, hint, and uh, maybe you can get a little more of your stuff answered. Um, now, I did talk to them, and they said that it was cool. They really appreciate the positive response from the community that they've been getting. Um and and they're and they're definitely listening. Um, if you have a question about a specific rule, ask it. Uh, it could wind up if a bunch of people are asking that. It could wind up in the FAQ. If you don't like something, if the, if, a, if a rule seems really weak or or maybe too powerful, or if the points are off, um, you know, this is the place to to voice your opinion. Now, you know, this is this is partly for me. You know, and partly from when we were talking about it, because I asked him, you know, how's, how it's going, because, you know, I mean, you guys know what it's like. I mean, heck, when they were on there the first time, their entire page was just people flaming them until they they turned it off. And so, you know, if you if you have a legit question, at least try to frame it nicely, and you'll probably get it answered quicker. You know, that's what I'll, you know, that's what I'm saying. Um one of the things that we had talked about was it's also good if the, if a rule is confusing or if a rule seems too way too powerful or doesn't seem to do the right thing. Um, you know, throwing in a, hey, I don't understand this or this works this way. You know, it, it doesn't seem right. Maybe if you did, you know, maybe this might work a little better. You can throw in your own suggestions. You know, they might use them. In fact, right now my biggest suggestion was you need to go back into that FAQ and rethink your dist- stuff for Lord Croak cuz Lord Croak's rule I mean his his whole model makes no sense and uh, you know and, and I'm not the only person who said it and I know that they're looking into it now. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about Lord Croak, uh, he only knows one spell but he can cast the spell four times. Uh, the new FAQ said you can only attempt to cast any spell once. So he's only allowed to know one spell, but he can cast four. Um, He's pointed as a guy who can cast this really great spell four times, or this decent spell at least four times. Um, That's where he's pointed as. But the FAQ says, nope, the rules say one attempt, so that's it. So basically, he's a guy who you're paying for a guy who can cast four spells when he really can only cast one because he's only allowed to know the one spell. And it says in his rules he can only know that spell. And then, But you're only allowed to do the one casting. So, you know, A, either lower the points on him or, or just make him the exception. Yeah, okay, he can keep casting that one spell over and over again. Um, that'll make him worth his points. And uh, you, know, I know that when I write there and, you know, when I'm not just attacking them, but even coming up with a possible solution, then... Uh, it's going to be a better received and possibly responded to a little more quickly. But that's all I'm saying is, you know, I'm not saying you have to be super fanboy me and tell them how awesome they are all the time. Um, I'm just saying if you find a mistake, go in there. And my boss always used to tell me, try to come to me with a plan to fix it. If you've got an issue, come to me not just with your issue, but what you think we should do about it, and. <laughs> and when I mentioned, that, he's like, "Yeah, that's that's a great idea. You know that works." Um, the other point, is, you know, is with the with the negativity is if you just come up and said your decision for Lord Croak is stupid, then okay. So what should we do? So once again, going back to that, having that idea, having coming coming to the table with something. Um is is always you know a good idea but i just think it's great you know they're listening and they want us to talk to them and then they're quickly considering things and making the adjustments and they're gonna keep adjusting throughout with this handbook that's just so good it's so good um i was so glad to hear it uh, you know i'm easily amused but whatever um so that's that's that was most of what our discussion sort of, sort of went on, um, you know. And the the FAQs are going to continue to update the FAQs. They're going to keep on top of that as quickly as possible. So, just uh, you know, it's sort of a little bit of a golden age here with really with it. I'm I'm very excited. But I've said enough about it, and I think I'm going to take a break here because. I definitely need to go and take some cold medicine, and I'll be back. And when I come back, um, we're going to have – I had uh, Dylan Mosley on. Dylan is friends with Reese, who was on uh, an episode or two ago. You guys remember Reese. He works for Frontline Gaming. Uh, He's the guy who did the Fat Mat. Um, (laughs) Okay, it's the Fat Mat, F-A-T, and I ask him, what does – Fat Matt stand for? I know you guys in Table War made these mats. What does Fat Matt stand for? Frontline and Table War Matt. Um. So, but he was on, uh, and it was so funny because <laughs> I'm talking about this, and then Dylan's like, "You really need to have Reese on, and he could talk about uh, the Las Vegas Open and stuff." And I'm like, "Dude, did you listen to the episode? Because he literally was just on this episode." So now Dylan's coming on. He's going to talk a little bit more about it. He's a little in. He's one of the guys who's helping out with AOS. Um, and uh, I just had him on, and we were just chit-chatting about that. They want to, you know, promote the, the Las Vegas Open, and I can't get out to Vegas, but it sounds like it's it's a heck of a thing. So I figured, you know, come on in, tell people about it. I know a lot of listeners might make it out there, and uh, so I just wanted to do my part to promote something that's really of a big thing in the community so uh, I'm going to take a break come back and listen to that and then I will come back and wrap up the show I'm back folks, back for commercial break, and um, I'm here right now, uh, bringing on a guest, a gentleman by the name of Dylan Mosley. Dylan, hi, welcome to the show. Hey
2: Dave, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, For those of you who don't know uh, who Dylan is, Dylan is running the uh, AOS tournaments at the Las Vegas Open. Not quite, not quite. Okay, I got it totally wrong. But he's part of of it. i was just part of the crew. i was just part of the crew. Who's running it?
2: Uh, Actually, the head um, events organizer of Warhammer World is flying over to run the AOS segment. Oh, that's
0: right. That's right. You know what? And I should know that because I spoke. It's Andrew. I I spoke to him at Gen Con. He talked about coming over and running the thing. Yeah. And so I'm a big, dumb, stupid because I literally talked to the guy two weeks ago and he was telling me he's coming over and running it. But you are part of the crew who is... Yes,
2: yeah. I'm right. running the 30K event and then the separate night events with, like, night-heightened models.
0: Ooh. Okay, so what's up with that? The, what are the night Okay, you,
2: you've seen the big nights that, that Joey's made, right? Those big robots? Right. So imagine um, robot jocks, but on the tabletop. Okay. It will be oh, mono-e-mono so or 3v3. I'm running two simultaneous events.
0: Okay, so it's... <laughs> so it's just bring your big toys, bring the big walkers, and let's each person gets
2: one, and we're just gonna slug it out.
0: <laughs> okay, pit fighting,
2: thirty k style. So last year, a dad and a son. The dad was the first person to get eliminated, and his son, who must have been eleven or 10, 10 or eleven, was um, the overall winner of the event. So they got the very the prize for being the
0: first taken out, and the and the grand prize for winning. So they got the wooden spoon and the golden spoon. I got gotcha. you. Yep, <laughs> it was pretty funny. It's always fun when the dad gets knocked out and the eleven-year-old takes it. I I understand that from experience playing with with having Harrison here and watching him go and start running the table on people, and then and then I'm I'm sitting around. I'm like, hey, uh, what's 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 happening here? What what's going on? Why am I uh why am I out? And there's my son. Everyone's like, well, your son's gonna be good when he gets older. Oh, he's good now. Just took me out.
2: Right. I played Uno with my three year old daughter and she beat us. I'm like, how did this happen? <laughs> and I would just tell her, I'm like, okay, honey, you have to play a red card or you know, you have to play the number or a color that matches. And she would just pick one from her hand and play. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Okay. So, um, you know, I had you on because I know you're working with the LVO and uh, I had Reese on uh, recently. It was actually really funny because I talked to Reese. Here's a little peek behind the curtain, folks. Uh, I talked to Reese. Actually, I actually was looking to order a Fat mat, And then I was like, hey, you guys should come on and talk about it. And then it was Reese. And they gave me, they said his name. I don't know too many people named Reese outside of the guy from Terminator. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. That Reese? Like the guy who's, on, oh, yeah, that's him. So I was oh, like, well, yeah, he should come on the show then. Talk about, have him on. So he comes up. Literally, I, I released the episode, and you go on the. The page, and you're like, "Hey, you ought to have Reson." I'm like, "Did you listen to the episode?" Or I was like, "No, nope. not yet." I'm like, "Well, I'll go take a listen and come back." And you're like, "Oh, oh, okay." So you're like, "Well, hey, why don't you know? I'll, I can come on and talk about what's going on on there too." So I said, hey, right, "Come I'm on in, because we're we're not talking. We're, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't. I didn't read a book this week, so." So I figure, yeah, come on in. Uh, Let's let's plug uh, let's plug what's going on at the LVO, and then uh, just you know talk about the hobby a little bit. So why don't we start where we give? Why don't you give us any information that people might need who are interested in maybe playing AOS in Las Vegas Uh, dates, things like that, all the important info. It's
2: going to be Super Bowl weekend, so I believe it's the first or second weekend in February. Okay. Um. Definitely, if you're thinking about it, get your hotel rooms now because the hotels are going to go up in price because of Super Bowl weekend and the LBO has a special locked in rate. Also, get your tickets as fast as possible because they are selling out. I mean, just the 40K champs is pushing 400 people.
0: Wow. Wow. That's just, okay, that's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm not complaining because, you know, having guys on is a good thing. But that's just, that's almost frightening. You know, I'm going to have 400 guys playing, you know. The the total convention hall,
2: I think, is 400,000 square feet, or 40,000 square feet. Okay. It's one of those. You don't have to ask. It's big. The pictures don't do it justice. You take a picture, and it looks cavernous, but once you start walking it all day as a judge, boy, do you get some
0: exercise. (laughs) I can't leave (laughs) breadcrumbs. I can't find the table. Um... So okay, you got four hundred people for forty k. How big is the AOS tournament going to be? Like I how much?
2: I think they they're going to cap it
0: at a hundred. Sweet. Maybe it's going to be huge. Very nice, very nice. So I, I love. I mean, you know, they don't have to be huge. You no, know, no. Of course, my not. my local game store can only fit six six by four tables. You know, so we only have a twelve guy limit at my local game store, and we fill it up. You know, it doesn't have to be huge. We have a good time. But hearing those kind of numbers always makes me happy because, you know, a year ago, heck, six months ago, people were worried, are are we going to have, you know, numbers anything like we used to have? And so hearing that you've got that much room, now, you've been selling tickets already? Oh, oh yeah. They started selling tickets um, maybe a month or two ago. Any idea how much you got? You know, you got a you got a lot of takers for was uh, AOS space available.
2: You, you, with that, you'd have to ask Reese. I don't back oh, okay. of the tickets.
0: Okay, so um, now you you used to play fantasy, and right now you've been playing forty k. Well, give give people your background here because from what because you, you hang out with Reese, so you got you you play with him a lot. So you were playing a lot of the forty k. The forty k. The forty k. <laughs> I, I sound like my dad. <laughs> you go were playing on the, the 40K. <laughs> um,
2: oh, I, I've been a huge, like, you know, just Warhammer and General Player since um, 2000s when I really started getting into the hobby. I got into fantasy and 40K. Okay. And then and my local shop was really cool because everybody played both. It, it, everyone just played both. You did. It was what you did back then.
0: But no fighting between base shapes? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone had fun. Ah, see, look at that. It can happen, folks. In fact, I have an old 40K
2: codex. It's a Necron one that tells you how to have a battle with someone playing Lizardmen since the, in the old Necron fluff, they are enemies of the old ones who, you know, spawn the Lizardmen. They're like, it's going to be awkward, but you can do it. Really? Oh yeah.
0: Wow. I didn't even know that they had that in the old 40K books. Like we always sit around and speculate and with end times and stuff, I was like, look, that, especially with the Lizardmen stuff. Look, there's Necron designs on the Lizardmen. Right. models and people like oh no don't mix my games don't mix my games but literally the lizard men were in this old necron book that, like,
2: okay, we, we know it's gonna have you know the movement and your combat's a little wonky but you can work it out
0: it's like in a designer you know, like you got this that's cool you got to take a picture of that and send that to me oh sure at yeah, some just, point i mean you don't have to write this second obviously we're doing this but i want to see that because that's cool you know i'll I'll try to do it tonight. um try it tomorrow, awesome. I'll get it to you hey, yeah, hey, like I said, no rush, but that would be really cool. I'd like to see that. so you started off you were playing both um, but you've been primarily playing forty k lately, haven't you like don't you I mean, oh, don't, oh yeah, yeah
2: for for years um well, I moved out to California with my then girlfriend now wife, and where I moved in California, the fantasy scene there was none, okay. There was absolutely no fantasy. Maybe one guy bought the models. That's it. <laughs> so however the store got around it, they never ordered fantasy stuff. So I just stopped. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I just got huge into competitive 40K. I'd go around to the country doing the big tournaments. Like I actually just got back from the ATC a few weeks ago, uh, which is the American Team Championships. There's lots of people go there. So, Honestly, it's like-
0: so you were playing with Reese, right, on on. No, team?
2: actually, um, because teams that are comp, we have a lot of members. So if you want to be on like that group thing, you actually kind of have to try out. And we have oh, okay. a little competition between ourselves. Oh, wow. And I just wasn't able to make it. So I, I got on a team with some friends down here.
0: Oh, okay. That's right. There was a whole bunch of teams. It's not like one team, because teams from all over no, okay There's
2: 48 teams, each one consisting of five people. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Another 200 some odd players. So. So you've been primarily playing 40K. So what drew you guys back to, over to AOS? I mean, I know I heard from Reese, but what what what, what drew you personally? Okay, because I, I, I'll admit
2: I was a hater when it first came out. I was full of vitriol and meanness. <laughs> I'd just rather not be on the Internet talking to those, to those, you know, quote dummies who are still playing this game. Um, honestly, I just felt hurt. That GW did this. I'm like, I put so much time, money, and commitment, and you guys like swept the rug under me. I was like, you're dead to me. And then, you know, t- time heals all wounds. Like, kind of with an apology, and said, "Here's this general's handbook. We really hope this helps." And <laughs> I, you know, I, I read that it was actually the part that I like, the match play—was made by tournament gamers. That they um, had tournament gamers come in and help them. I was like, what? GW had outside help. I got to read more about it. yeah. So I did start reading it. I'm like, this fixes 99% of what I didn't like. I'm like, "Uh, okay, let's do this. Excellent. I'm like, you've gotten my trust back. And then just the entire model that GW has been following this past year with their customer interactions, getting their social media back, cheaper box prices. Like you can, even with, um, Forty K, they keep re-releasing new boxes of some older stuff, re cheaper, and just GM is doing a lot to get that good will back, and it's really showing. Absolutely, and so they pulled me into General's hand, but plus, I'm a I'm a sucker for um, paths to glory, like the Chaos Champion campaign, like making warbands because I love that back in the day. Oh yeah,
0: any, any, I, of the, any of that that campaign stuff is just yeah, so
2: much many paths to glory game, and that had it in there. And, you know, General's Handbook's cheap, 25 bucks. Got it for a little cheaper because my shop does a, a, a discount on GW stuff. Oh, sure. So, you know, I'm reading it, really liking it. And, uh, I don't know, it just drew me in. So I said, okay, I'll get it. Because I had already gotten rid of most of my fantasy stuff like a few years ago. Just because moving back, I'm like, okay, what do I not play? What can I kind of trim down on And the fantasy? was just going kind of the first to go. That, that's even before the whole switch to AOS. It just...
0: Well, right. If your whole scene is playing 40K, I mean, even if you like both systems, you're only going to go with what your guys are playing. Right. And then I moved back. We moved back from California
2: to Florida. So moving across country again, it's like, OK, how can we kind of, you know, just make the move easier? And so, you know, I get here, get talking to my local shop. I'm actually now being hired on in my local shop as kind of a side thing to help him run miniature events. OK. One of the things is AOS. So I'm like, OK. Got super excited reading the book. I'm like, this is awesome. I actually gave the fluff a chance. I was like, wow, okay, it's pretty good. I like the kind of super high fantasy Stargate realm fighting. That was a really neat concept.
0: It's very different. It's a little odd, but once you get used to it, it's like, okay, this is not only pretty cool, but... It opens up so many possibilities. They've got, I mean, I know it's only eight realms or whatever, or nine if you count the Chaos Realm. But I mean, it feels as expansive as 40k suddenly because you're off of that one little map that right. they, that they never went past the edges of. They only talked about that there's stuff past the edges. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, whoa, wait! They can do anything. They can, they can rewrite anything. Anything they want to write, anything they want to do, is now open because these places are unexplored. It's not that same map that's. I mean, that's been so detailed over the past 30 years that even if they go past the edges, they're sort of limited by the names of the places that they've already mentioned. And now it's like, oh, I can do anything. (laughs) Great. Awesome. (laughs) Oh,
2: exactly. So I went to my store and said, okay, I'm going to get a start collecting box. And I just kind of looked, and what really drove it to me was the the skull crushers of corn, basically like the corn warriors riding the juggernauts. Right. Oh, my God. This heavy metal... Like um, Molly Hatchet looking dude riding a demonic pachyderm. I was like, this skull. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's I'll I'll take that box. Let's go get some skulls for corn. And then I, I re-listened actually to your Corn Bloodbound episode. Yeah. That, that helped invigorate me even even some more.
0: Cool. So you, in fact, um, we talked about you coming on, and you had to wait until this evening because this afternoon you were running. Uh, I was running a little, an AOS a one thing. day, A little one-day, three-round three, three round event, which I'm getting pretty familiar with those. Um, so you were running that today. So, A, how'd that go? And B, how long have you been playing AOS that you're running an event today?
2: Uh, today was my first day. I never played a game before this. Oh. I found that AOS, you know, after you read the rules and just jump into it, it is so user-friendly. Um. That you, you can just get right into it. It's so much fun. It's so easy. Like, I don't say easy because, you know, once you actually get the strategy and, like, you know, the... There's depth there. It, the, but the, it, there's, but there's the so basics much depth are depth simple. Yeah, yeah but exactly. The basics are simple. Like, it? It's easy to learn, hard to master. Is it kind of...
0: Yeah, like Othello. Yep, I got you. And um, huh.
2: one thing I noticed today is movement is key. Your deployment and movement that almost win you half your battles right there.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, no kidding.
2: Well, I mean and also, you know, playing 40k for so long, it's a GW system, so it's still I, I know a chaos warrior, I know a monster. I have a, a familiarity with it. right. um so no it was super fun. I was able
0: there's like no rules disputes. and everything. even if there's questions it's it's pretty obvious. I mean, I know they put out an FAQ and and eh, FAQs just as long as the rule set shut up. it's still pretty cool. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know what I like is sometimes you get, you, you just, it's, it's, it's not so much a rules dispute as something you just didn't realize cause you didn't read it straightforward. You know, like, like when I first realized that, you know, uh, I charged your guy here and when I piled in, my pile in brought me within three inches of another one of your units, Another
2: one of your models.
0: And yeah. so that unit on your turn was able to. Pile in and attack because hey You got close enough to the fight they're gonna fight They're not just gonna stand there and stare at you Right which I didn't realize could happen the first Time I played and suddenly it was like I was all around This giant and I was swarming around him I was like these guys Are here are gonna attack I'm like what the like, Oh yeah I guess that is what the rules say Like there's not Any real it, It's not like something you have to dispute or argue so Much as maybe you missed Is the only thing right. that seems to come up wait can you do that Yeah Oh, okay cool Um so, okay, first time so you played your first three games today, because you played in the event as well, right? Yes. Yes, I did. So, and so how, how'd you do? How'd it go?
2: I I I thrashed. Corn smiled upon my dice. Uh, my <laughs> dice also, for my sixes, happened to be um, a corn berserker from 40K. Oh, okay. Because so our, our symbol kind of for our team on Zero Comp is a Major League Berserker, so it's like the Major League Baseball, but it's a corn berserker. Okay. So, I mean, I was getting lots of Berserkers. Also, if you yell Berserker, that just entices the dice to help you out. Well, so yeah. So, no, I I heap tons of skulls on the Skull Throne. <laughs> uh, my first game was against Stormcast Eternal. Eternals. I, I played a little cagey with my movement and then t- pounced on my opponent and got my Skull Crushers on a turn one charge and then... Um, also my Demon Prince and my Skull Warriors. They they're my Blood Warriors. Blood Warriors. I do know. There's too many skulls and bloods in these styles. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh the Blood Warriors. So the my Demon Prince and Blood Warriors both charged a unit of the guys with hammers and shields, and we just trounced them.
0: Right. Uh, yeah, liberators are like your basic core guys. Yeah, they they'll they'll t- they're the guys who are gonna take some of take a bit of a beating, but it's it's so it's yeah. It's uh, it's so much fun once you when and your dice are hot like that, and you start rolling through stuff. That was good, and then you know, not to say my my opponent, he got
2: his he got his hits in too, because then his um, his Lord on Dracoff came in. That was the end of my Demon Prince. He just came and was like, "Ha ha, I'm I'm a shiny hero. You're dead." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, okay," and then it was my Blood Warriors throwing themselves onto the hero and like, "Oh, you killed me? We're still going to attack," and they just took him out. Sweet, and then um, skull crushers do work on the charger. I'm, I'm sorry, the skull crushers themselves don't. The riders are actually pretty pitiful. They suffer from the old Warhammer Fantasy curse, where your mounts are better. Than the rider. All right, the, uh, the mounts are actually the juggernauts are what won the day.
0: Crazy. So overall, it was a success? I mean, it, it was at your local game store. So how many how many players can you have at your local game store? At, at
2: our local game store, one, two,
0: three. We've got three tables set up permanently for playing
2: Warhammer, and then we can convert, like, really quickly another, like, seven tables. So we can have up to, I think,
0: 20. Oh, so you can have up to 20. Oh, okay, so yeah. what you, what'd you run today? I want to say there was j- just eight showed up, but,
2: you know, that was enough. Hey, that was the,
0: my first. the first one I ran. I think yeah, we either had six or eight, So, but it's, you enough, know what? To, it's enough to play your game. Right?
2: That's why everything came together. There was eight players. Eight's the number of corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Eight's kind of perfect in three rounds, too, because if you're playing, you know, win-loss, I mean, unless the draws get in there and make it funky, which it won't. Now, do you play extra scenarios, or did you just play some straight-up fights? We played...
2: Um, we rolled
0: out of one of the six scenarios for
2: the pitch battles in the general oh, Okay. So we played those. So you actually had to go score things. You couldn't just go crump each other in the middle.
0: That's And that's the way to do it, man. You need those secondary and tertiary objectives to not only differentiate the field a bit, but to give people more things to do than just push all your models to the middle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, so that's great. So overall, a successful day? Super successful. It's very fun. That's fantastic. I just, I mean, I, I love hearing it all the time. You know, every time I keep having people on. I know I keep, I keep having almost the same interview with people. It's like ah, I wasn't too sure about it. And now we're all having fun. Good,
2: right? Uh, yeah. I, really, that's all you have to do is you. You got to forgive GW. They messed up. They semi said they didn't apologize for it. They're moving on. They're doing their best. You just got to cut them some slack.
0: Hey, I've I, I never left, so I'm like, okay, what they did was wonky. I don't even know that they messed up. Like I said, I know the my last my end of the year episode last year. You know, I put you know I always do my top three, bottom three. I put my top three. My number one was they blew up Warhammer World, and I got <laughs> I got people angry about that. I'm like, dude, they 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 painted themselves into a corner with Eighth Edition when you needed four or five boxes of models for a unit. Oh, that was crazy. It yeah. was so expensive. And exactly. And they they had gotten to the point where it's like, uh, we gotta we gotta I mean we gotta blow this up. <laughs> right. We gotta you know, we gotta find a new way and it's gotta be different. And whether or not I mean, I'm not talking about just the points thing. I mean the points thing you know, you like it or you don't, you know, people didn't leave because just because of the fluff. A lot of people left because they hated that their world got blown up. Uh, You know, if you listen to the show, you know who Cranky Lawyer is. Uh, Oh yeah, he tried with the fluff. Um, One day, I got a big box I was not expecting. With just like the first like five or six, you know, like fluff and rule books. He's like, I can't read this anymore. It's driving me insane. I'm like, okay, I got you. Thanks for the books. I got prizes (laughs) now for the show. Um, But uh, you know, it was it was points. I mean, that's the thing I think that really really got certain people and and you can see now a lot of like you said even you wait they got a points book out now all right I'll give it another shot and that's I keep hearing that on every podcast I keep hearing it when people have people on I'm getting emails from people um it's like you know yeah they heard it we heard you you want points here's points um and I think like you said having the the those guys from England uh, go in the guys who are already setting up comp for their tournaments and saying, "Well, this is working. Good. Well, people like it. Good. Okay, we're going to use this. Then we're going to we're right. going to adjust this and use this." And, and I
2: mean, uh, as as a tournament player, I know points are like an end all be all kind of thing. They're imperfect, but at least, especially for pickup games, they give you a commonality that two people can agree to quickly and get their game going.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean it's it's so funny because that's the one thing you, yes you know you, you you keep hearing that you know points doesn't make it balanced agreed but points at least I know what I'm bringing and I know what the other guy's bringing and I know it's going to be around the same thing you know it's never it's 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 never perfect. you you playing 40k you know you know oh yeah there's there's tons of units I'm like yeah, that's underpointing yeah <laughs> I just remember when I when I was Listening to a lot of the 40k podcasts when uh, back in like eighth edition, I'd you'd just listen to the the fantasy podcast. I'm, you know, I'm interested in 40k. I'm gonna listen to some of these casts, and you'd hear guys. And I think uh, the the ones that, that cracked me up the most was uh, Imperial Voxcast when. Uh, oh, I can't think of the guy's name now. Um, the guy who says what's cracking, y'all. Um, but he was like, yeah, I just you know he was always playing, uh, um, space wolves. Mm-hmm. And he was just playing that, that list, having the like the, the those three those three mamma Jamma units coming in and he was always taking the same, you know, uh the same sp- that not spells but whatever their, you know, their magic stuff is. And oh, the psychic like, powers. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, and he's just smashing through. Oh, yep, all of my guys have this and these guys have this, and I'm take three of the same thing and smash through and it's like, Wow, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. so that's another thing, like you get um with forty K and how it's kinda devolved into itself you get kind of locked into a list that you're familiar with and comfortable with because you can win with that what i've been reading about aos is there's no bad units well Uh, there might be some a few that aren't as good but nothing is like
0: useless exactly like that's uh, and that's a cool thing and i think you're gonna you're gonna start to realize that as you start putting lists together is if there's something you love like, before you had a model and you're like, oh, I love this unit or I love this model. I'll never take it, though, because it's no good. You can make anything work in this. You can play just about anything you want to play on the table. Um, and that's one of the things you're going to you're gonna start to see as you play more games is that there is no... At least in this, there hasn't been yet. There isn't a, like, net list for any of the armies. Um, there are right. certain things that people like to take. I mean, for the Stormcast... You know, the Celestin Prime can drop in. You got to have the, you know, you can have the the, the teleporting banner. Uh, You'll see that in a lot of lists. Those one or two models you'll see in a a lot of the competitive lists. But other than that, other than a couple of models, it's not like you're not going to see that, you know. We haven't so far, you know. And, I mean, you don't see the leaf blower list. You don't see the. You know, you don't see the, none of that. You don't see the, the, the list where they're just spamming out a bunch of things. Right. And that's. I mean, even with. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead.
2: I was going to say with the Corn Bloodbound tome, like, I want to try everything in that book. Oh, yeah. Um. Even, I mean, the Blood Reavers, you look at just their page by themselves, they're garbage. But you throw in some Wrathmongers nearby or a Bloodsecutor, and all of a sudden, you might have, like, a couple hundred attacks, depending on how many dudes you got in there.
0: Oh sure, as long as you get your hit off first, you know you know you're going to lose a bunch of them, but right, you know when you got five thousand attacks and and you know all this extra stuff, and then you can, you know if you if you take the um even from that that first that 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 the the early book the the first book they put out um you know the in the starter kit that um the battalion. Uh, the War Scroll Battalion. It's like, oh, and uh, if somebody dies around them, they can get another attack or an extra attack, and if you get this off, they can pile in and f- attack again, and you're just like, oh, wow, suddenly, yeah, we don't hit that hard, but we hit you 800 million billion times. Right. You're going to take was- stuff off. Yeah, then then I lose half of them, but that's okay because you know, I'm, taking, I'm taking 30. So, yeah, I mean, there's a combo for everything. Now, I think, what is it? Is it the Wrathmongers? Is that the one? Which is the guys who can, uh, who can, if they hit you, or if you, if you, if you wound them and they die, then you have to attack yourself or something like that. Um,
2: let's see. That's one of
0: your guys' units, and you start taking that. That's that's kind of filthy. Uh, I know with the Blood Wars, those are the ones who, when you kill them, they get to step up and still attack. Yeah, so you attack with them first. Um. You attack with them first, so they get all their attacks, and then when you kill a few of them, they'll just attack again. And those guys hit well, so um, I think that might be the Wrathmongers with their yeah. blood f- fury. That's it. They're
2: the ones who kind of like they bleed off like manliness and be like, dude, you got to attack, bro.
0: Yeah. Did you? Uh, <laughs> did you? Uh, have, have you played with those guys yet? No, no, but they're they're on the um, on the soon to get list. Well, once you once you play them, let me know what you think because they're they're filth. Because you got guys like you know you got big monstrous guys. We were playing with them, and my uh, my friend uh, Taz, she was playing uh, Sylvaneth, again, and her husband's got the corn list. And she came in there with the tree kit or with the tree man. And the tree man, they, you know, oh I killed a few. Oh you you killed a few. And you, okay, now you you do put all your attacks on yourself. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I just killed myself. Really? Well, that stinks. You can literally have Archaon wind up like killing himself through because of that stuff. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I mean, think about it. You get all your attacks against yourself, and you got these guys who have, you know, stupid awesome attacks. If I hit you and then I roll double sixes, you're just dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Now you get to do that to yourself. Wait, what? Arg. Oh, it's uh, so much, oh yeah, it's, yeah So there yeah, is, been... there's a little bit of filth here and there But it's like, you know, it's it's nothing right. that's gotten totally out of hand But it's all and, those combos and stuff
2: And something that I've really liked about AOS it, it rekindled like a love for um, kind of the narrative and the hobby Because mine particular, corn Bloodbound We actually, I have them worshipping a bloodthirster, And their whole premise is they always just want to summon him onto the battlefield And watch him work I even have
1: this,
2: I've got this old Realm of Chaos Slaves to Darkness book. I rolled up, like, my name and all kinds of stuff. Oh,
0: sweet. That's a shame Christian's not here on this episode because he would love to talk to you about that. Like, the guy who was who did the uh, the Corn Bloodbound review with me. Oh, no, he didn't do the review oh. with me because he couldn't do the review with me. But he was, he's was he been on a couple times, uh, Christian from California. He's okay. been playing corn forever. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he would have loved to have. I know when he's listening to this right now, he's going to get in touch with me. Hey, what's the guy got That's the, those old things? I probably He probably already has them. Oh, I've got
2: the Realm of Chaos books, uh, Slaves to Darkness, and the Lost in the Damned. I've got the Lieber Chaotica.
0: You've that got the, nice. that you is,
2: the four set of those.
0: I remember I was, at, uh, I was at Adepticon one year, and they had the the special edition of that with all four books in one. But I'm like, eh, I'm not going to spend a hundred dollars on this book right now. And now I'm kicking myself because oh, I wish I would have bought that. Right. Well, the only thing I wish I would have gotten, especially because Forge would put on such a cheap
2: sale, was the um, the TamarCon book. I never got it, and I I kick myself every time.
0: Yes, that's that, that's a great book. Yeah. No, I that was the first that was the first time that we on the show went into a book like like that just dove into it and went the whole hog whole story whole everything um was that book because it was just too good not to that was awesome
2: because that's one really cool thing too about aos is because now when chaos just being one mega faction like i want to get some minotaurs and put them in because i think like their blood grief rule kind of meshes well with like the blood reavers being cannibals and that would be really cool Yep, their inability to
0: to run too far after to to follow it it hurts them. But they're just they're fun and they're awesome. And like you said, it's that's it is that's one of the greatest things about it is you don't have to buy a you don't have to start an army with those guys. You can be like, I like that. I'm going to take a unit of those. Yeah, I mean they're they're all big and like
2: macho looking, manly minotaurs. They'd fit in with the corn blood bound.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. No, they fit, they fit perfectly. But you don't have to start a Beastman Army. You can just buy some Minotaurs and be like, exactly. they're coming in. Not that there's anything wrong with a Beastman Army, but you can just be like, nope, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to run these guys, and I'm going to have fun with that. And that's done. It's like, oh, that's perfect. That's wonderful. But um, all right, listen, um, I'm hitting up where I got to take a commercial break. And if I don't go upstairs and get my youngest to go to bed, I think my two oldest might sacrifice her two corn. <laughs> Because she's getting pesty, it's getting late. So, um, listen. What, give give people the LVO info again, and um, I sure will. I'll send you the links too, so they can actually get directly to the
2: website and get the hundred percent accurate info.
0: Cool. I'll get them in the show notes and all that info as well. I think I got some of it from Reese, but send it to me again, and I'll I'll make sure it goes up. So, all right. I'll
2: send you a message on Skype with the actual like links in it, so you can just copy it.
0: All right. Cool. Actually, you know what? Just just send it to me other. Uh, just like email it to me or message it to me because once i shut down skype i'm not going to have all the copies i'm going to want nope, it when okay, i edit no the problem. show in 3 days anyway so but folks i'll have all that up and um dude and anybody hey if anybody goes to the LVO and they're playing aos let me know you know i mean outside of just you know cuz i know you guys will be tweeting and all that stuff oh, and, i'll and, be there and, and, I'll and take showing it, but, yeah you. but i want to hear about that so i'll have you back on actually when it's afterwards you could tell me all about it Cool, sounds awesome. That'll be fun. So, uh, what's last last little bit? Since we're kind of just talking all sorts of stuff, we've been talking gaming and how much you're enjoying it. Um, Outside of the corn, what what do you got on the table for hobby? Like, what what are you what what's what are you still working on? You, I I know you sent me pictures of all those boxes of corn stuff you bought. Right. Oh, that was
2: actually my buddy that I got into AOS. I was able to semi-trick him, like, hey, dude, you can play this army in both systems. And he's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, That works, too. That's how you get them in. Um, Me, personally, besides all the corn stuff, I just started my own bug hunt with some of these new Death Watch releases that came out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, Me and my buddies, has nothing been nothing but aliens uh, jokes. Because their, their new dropship looks exactly like the dropship from, from the movie Aliens. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah.
0: So every time someone puts it on the table, they're like, ooh, in the pipe, five by five. You
2: should see our comment section is nothing but quotes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and quotes to those people's quotes. Oh, great. So there you go. Total distraction.
2: Oh, yeah. So that that's what I'm working on now. That and um, corn. That and corn. That and corn.
0: You got a favorite? You got anything? Anything that's an absolute favorite from AOS? I'm I'm just curious.
2: Um, my favorite model. I was able to get a metal one, but I guess he's now called a aspiring deathbringer. He's the corn champion, just standing on a pile of skulls. He's got his axe up. He's praying to corn slash Crom
0: because everyone in my army has to be like Conan in his own right. Right. So, so um, the, the the classic corn. Yeah, that classic corn guy. Now the aspiring Deathbringer. Exactly. And it's the ultimate come at me, brah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just just come at me. Let's go. I'm not afraid. Yeah. No, and that, you know, it, it, it's, I just, I, I love that model too. I got to, yeah, I got to agree. That's, a, that's something that's about a, the
2: corn. They just, they, they got me with the armor. They got me with the antlers. And the Blood Warriors, their armor, and all the details on the skulls everywhere, just like down to their breastplates is amazing.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's it's great. They're they're. It's so funny because you look at them when they come out of the box set. You've got the Stormcast Eternals with all their nice, pretty, shiny armor. It's ornate, but it's you know, it's ornate and 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 simple and and nice. And then you get the super ornate, exact opposite armor. It's just like right and <laughs> the, oh, and I picked, cords and skulls. I picked up the basing set,
2: um, like the Shattered Realms basing set. What'd you think of those bases? I was like, "Wow!" Uh, I immediately thought to the never-ending story too of that little shining city in the beginning. I'm like,
0: my corn guys could be there messing that city up. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Bastion. So, how are the details on that for you? Because I'm hearing mixed things about those. So, I'm just I'm curious I, what you're thinking.
2: I love them. I think it's really cool. Um, there, it's not going to be like you know one of the resin bases that you pay a lot more for. Okay, they it's not that detailed, but as a really nice base that will easily like solidify your army's look as like this shattered it could have been a once beautiful city like dedicated to sigmar or elven gods or anything and it's now just been like raffle stomped by by (laughs) so that's what it is um i like it a lot actually um i bought every single one of them like the whole thing just so i could kit out everybody as i'm building them so it just everyone looks unified and themed and that's what they're for. And the price point is awesome. It's you know thirty bucks, and you, with the little guys, you get like more than sixty bases. I think between the thirty twos and the twenty five millimeters. Oh, that's cheaper than the regular bases. So that is. Yeah, no, the the price point was amazing. If that's what people are worried about, like, granted, I mean, it's not as good as the resin bases, but they're a really good close runner up.
0: Price wise, it's you're saying it's a, it's 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 in there. So, oh yeah. Right. Detail-wise, they're at least a seven out of ten, to me. Okay, nice. I guess I haven't I haven't seen him yet. I'm hearing mixed things, so I haven't even bought him yet because I'm just thinking I'm thinking I'm just going to work on mine the way I was going to use them. I was thinking about getting them for my Silver Tower set, but now I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just holding off and keeping the you know working with the bases I was already working with. So I'm glad to hear somebody who got him who really liked him and thought they worked well for him. So, all right. Well, you know what? Once again, thanks for coming on. Hey, thank uh, you
2: for having me on, Dave. It's been a pleasure.
0: Hey, it's been has been nice to have you on, and um, like I said, we'll have you back on again, um, at the very least after the LVO, so you can uh, let us know how things went. Um, if we get a chance, maybe again before to remind people about it, let us know where we're at, and uh, that's that's cool, folks. Um, I will be back. Oh, I got one thing I want to say. Sorry.
2: Go right for it. In the immortal words of
0: the jaguar. <laughs> Jaguar (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness Okay and with that folks We will be right back Hey, folks, it's Dave, and I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Battle Foam. You've all heard me talk about it before. The foam is firm. It doesn't separate from the base. They custom cut, design, make any piece of foam you want to fit any model you want. Anytime a new army comes out, within days, you've got Battle Foam cut and designed to fit those models. This isn't a game company making cases on the side. This is a carrying case company making foam and custom carrying cases to protect your army. It's what they do. It's all they do. Check it out at BattleFoam.com BattleFoam. Protecting your army. Back, 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 back,
1: back, 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 back.
0: All right. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I had a good time talking with Dylan, um, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, I, I'm I'm just a wreck. Uh, my head's congested. I'm getting lightheaded. Uh, my my uh, <laughs> my uh, my pain relievers for my back. I threw out my back last week, and. Uh, and my pain relievers are starting to wear off. And between that and the lightheadedness from this stupid head cold, I think it's time to call it a day. So, um,. We will be back in a couple of weeks and I think we are covering another book because of course we're covering another book. There's so much stuff out there to cover and I'm really having a lot of fun reading all of it and talking with you guys about it and uh, looking to streamline it a little bit more. I think Alex coming on with the uh, with the uh, with the bone splitters was a definitely a right direction and I'm going to try to continue on there. Um, uh, less Less of a microscope to every little detail, more of a more of a, you know, uh, oh geez, okay. I'm not gonna, just forget it. They're gonna be books, okay? Got you. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Um, all right. So, one last thing, um, uh, the Patreon page. Uh, as you guys know, we got the Patreon page going, uh, Garage Hammer, uh, patreon.com slash Garage Hammer. And, um, this is like the thing now. This is sort of how we're going into the future. Um, this is the reason why we're going to have YouTube videos in a few weeks. This is the reason why you're going to be able to listen to me recording live, uh, probably on Mixlr. You go ahead and get the app now. It's free, M-I-X-L-R, um, but you're going to rec- be able to hear me record live uh, if you want to. And uh, you know the whole chat room thing will be on there, so you could be sort of a part of it, interacting with me as I'm recording, with either by myself or with guests. Um, but all that's been made patro- uh, possible through uh, Patreon. So if you would like to become a patron, go on, take a look. Uh, I, it's fantastic. Um, it does it says pledge per episode. And now that I know a little bit more about it, um, we do two episodes a month. And if I throw out any extras, uh, I don't post them up as a you know hey this is for the patron thing so it's just you're 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 pledging for twice a month basically um if you put in for your pledges anything is is wonderful anything you decide to tip or help out the show with is great um there are rewards posted for different levels go ahead and take a look at them um they're really cool in fact i i had to add a new goal um we're very close to our fourth goal as i said which will be once again dropping down the sponsors to a to a lower number Um, if we hit our next goal, then garage gamer comes back as a monthly thing. Um, yeah, I mean, people are pitching in and saying they want more, so I'm going to give it to them. Um, it's kind of an awesome thing. So that's what we're doing. Please go ahead and take a look. Um, anything that you want to, you know, even taking a look, thank you. Uh, any level at which you wish to to help out the show is greatly uh, appreciated. Um, if you're already a patron, guys, patrons, go check your patreon page. I've sent out a bunch of emails uh, to patrons. Um, there's rewards coming up start of September, and um, I need information from some of you guys. so um, you know if you're in for the zombie raffle or if you're in for uh, the MP three recordings or any of that stuff then you need to uh, make sure you check your uh, email and get back to me if, uh, if necessary. Um, we did get a couple of people jump in at uh, Golden Demon level sponsors, uh, Donald Taylor and Chris, Chris Crane. And I definitely want to uh, thank uh, my uh, associate producers, people who came in at the associate producer level of just really ridiculously generous. Um, and then every couple of months when we get together and we discuss uh you know what's going to be coming up on the show people who come in at this level uh, get to be a part of that discussion and, and you know let me know really what they really want to be hearing on the show over the next few months uh Ryan Taylor James Mackey Shirley Tempel um all in at that level um do you guys really make this what we're doing or where we're going possible so thank you very much um And I think that's it. If you guys want to leave us a nice iTunes review, that would be really cool of you. And we've got uh, shirts in the store and things like that. But uh, really um, thank you to the people who have jumped in and made the Patreon such a success where we can start doing all of these other cool things. Uh, Because I'm super stoked about it. But that's just me. Uh, But then again, it's just me and Lindsay, the Albino Canadian hockey puck. She's actually excited, too. You just... Apparently, you guys can't all hear her. And so, I know, Lindsay, I know, I know. So, folks, until next time, only the faithful will be triumphant. Only the faithful will stand when all others fall. And only the faithful know no despair except
1: in failure. You've been listening to Garage Hammer. If you like the show, we invite you to join the Garage Hammer community by joining our forums at garagehammer.net slash forum or our Facebook page, Garage Hammer Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, follow David at Garage Hammer, and follow Chris at Topher Chris U. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach David through David at GarageHammer.net. You can reach me, that's Chris, through chrisu at garagehammer.net. And you can reach both of us through garagehammer at live.com. If you want to help support Garage Hammer, check the support page or the show store on our website, or leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, thanks for listening. Jaguar.